The Ewan Grant Podcast, the Limestone Coast Triple M. G'day, it's Ewan. Welcome to the Ewan Grant Podcast and welcome to everyone joining me on the Listener app. Today's podcast is all about the election. Of course, we all get to vote Saturday morning, so I have got the member for Mount Gambia, Troy Bell, who's going to have a chat to us. And I've also tracked down the Labor candidate for Mount Gambia, Catherine Davies. She is going to chat about why you should put her first on the ballot paper. If that's not enough, I have got a brand new Limestone Coast local legend that I want to introduce you to. And I don't know whether you've heard me talking on the radio about the Wood Duck Awards. I have got a story that's going to make you giggle today. Let's get things underway. Troy Bell, member for Mount Gambia. G'day, Troy. Good morning, Ewan. Good morning, listeners. Troy, what are the issues for the Limestone Coast and for the city of Mount Gambia that we need to think about as we vote in this election? Well, I think you just hit on it there, Ewan, that uh, we need to start looking at ourselves as the state's second largest city. We have many of the issues that uh, Metropolitan Adelaide have, but without the resources. So top of mind is health, an increase to our, um, our hospital services, aiming to do more services here instead of people having to travel to Adelaide to access um, health services that really should be done in the state's second largest city. Mm. Housing is a massive issue, in particular uh, affordable housing, addressing homelessness, you know, people who who are escaping domestic violence, being able to uh, rent um, at an affordable price, um, the rental market is um, has gone through the roof, and we certainly need to uh, address um, affordability of of rent and housing here in the Limestone Coast. You and um, about nine ten months ago, I put out a, a future Mount Gambia and district document, which highlights the issues and also the investment that's needed to address those issues. It's pleasing that uh, this document's been taken up by both the uh, Liberal and Labor Party, um, and um, you know it, it clearly steps out the the investment that's needed. But but what's important is the consultation and the framework has been put together with our community. Um, so it's not just my initiatives in here; it's um, those in key industry areas who are um, stipulating what we need to meet the need, but more importantly, prepare ourselves for uh, future growth and um, uh, future prosperity for our, uh, our kids and our grandkids. Troy, why is it important to vote for you as an independent in the election? It's a very good question, Ewan. We have a vision for Mount Gambia. It's been stipulated in the future Mount Gambia document. Um, I honestly believe that uh, this is going to be a very tight election. I can't see Labor picking up the number of seats they need to form a majority government. And I don't think um, Stephen Marshall and the Liberal Party um, have done well enough to secure enough votes to form majority um, at the upcoming election. Um, there's been a, a fair neglect of regional South Australia. Um, after 16 years of Labor, things really haven't improved under four years of Stephen Marshall. Um, so I don't think they're going to pick up uh, any regional seats. Um, and if I hold the balance of power or a collective of independents hold the balance of power, the future Mount Gambia document clearly articulates um, what it's going to take to secure uh, my support and my community support. Um, 
for the uh, the government of the day. And I, I think finally we're in a really good position that we've got a well articulated plan. Um, both parties are going to come looking for support, even if they get 24 seats. A lot of things happen in four years, so both parties want extra numbers up their sleeve. Um, we've got a foundation, we've got a launch pad um, with the future Mount Gambia and district document um, that clearly articulates what our community is looking for um, in the next government of South Australia. Hey, Troy, 19th, it's going to be an interesting day as we all go to the polls. Good luck, my friend. We'll talk soon. Thank you, Ewan. Hopefully we're talking after the 19th. Member for Mount Gambia, Troy Bell, who will you be voting for in the upcoming election this weekend? Now, you heard me talk about the Wood Duck Awards in the intro to the podcast. I am on the hunt for anybody who has a great story about making an honest mistake, a clanger, a blooper, or a slip-up. And this morning, I have got an absolute ripper Wood Duck for you. Check this out. Thanks to Roundwood Solutions, Tanner Post, superior treatment and superior strength. Simply creosote done better. It's Triple M's Wood Duck Awards. Good times and greatest hits. It is 963 Triple M. Over the course of the last couple of weeks, you guys have been sending in some entries for our Wood Duck Awards. It is all thanks to Roundwood Solutions, Tanner Post, superior treatment and superior strength. Simply creosote done better. Now, I have got 150 bucks up for grabs each and every month if you or someone you know has made an honest mistake, a bit of a clanger, maybe a blooper, a slip-up, or if you've goofed, just stuffed up, or been a bit of a wally. I want to hear about it, and you never know, the $150 voucher, all thanks to Roundwood Solutions, could well be yours. What you can do is jump online to triplem.com.au and that is exactly what Jim has done and Jim has got an absolute clanger of a story in regards to our Wood Duck Award. G'day, Jim. Morning, Ewan. Now, Jim, you have a story of a Wood Duck Award for the ages and I want to hear all about it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, a friend of mine was having trouble with his lawnmower, so he rang me up and then brought the lawnmower over it wouldn't wouldn't run and was uh, yeah when it did run it was just coughing and sputtering so <laughs> I uh, said well we've got to pull the carby off and clean it all out so we did that which is a bugger of a job on that particular mower put it back together and started her up and was fine and then it sucked up a heap of water again so did the same thing again and got the water out of the tank as good as we could and I uh, I told him to fill it with good fuel and and um, put a little bit of metho in the tank to help disperse the, any water that might be left in there. Okay, metho helps with that, does it? Yeah, it does. Yeah, right, help, see, this, this proves that I know nothing about mowers either. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, off he went, happy as Larry, and mowed the grass for a few weeks, and then he filled it up, and he thought, I'd better put some of that metho in. So he grabbed the bottle and tipped her up, and he thought, I'll, I'll give it a real good gurgle just to make sure. <laughs> yes. Off he went, mowed about 50 yards and coughed and splattered and cut out and all he could smell was vinegar. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, how did how did the mower react to the vinegar? <laughs> well, it didn't react. It didn't like it. No, it definitely didn't help it. Did, uh, did so, you have to do some more work on the lawnmower afterwards, Jim? Yeah, stack the square one, you and yeah. <laughs> Hey. Drain all the tanks, <laughs> put a vinegar trap in the fuel line. <laughs> Jim, I've got to ask, how long have you and your mate been friends? 
<laughs> well, we were friends for a while. Did did this sort of change things as a result, did it? Ah uh, no, he was copped on the chin. <laughs> well, Jim, I gotta say, I love your story. Uh, I reckon your mate is probably in for a uh, in for a wood duck award, and if nothing else, in for hundred and fifty dollars cold hard cash. Jim, thank you for the story this morning. That is an awesome Wood Duck Award. Yeah, thanks, Ewan. Yeah, he'll be loving that. Triple M's Wood Duck Awards, all thanks to the team at Randwood Solutions. Have you got a story that could outdo Jim's? Is it from you or a friend? I would like to know about it. If you've done something that will make us all laugh, you could score a $150 voucher. All thanks to Randwood Solutions. Triple M's Wood Duck Awards. Jump online, triplem.com.au. Tell me your story. From wood ducks to local legends, I have got a lady who is a Limestone Coast local legend, and I want to tell you all about her. Triple M's Limestone Coast local legends. Limestone Coasters, I want to introduce you to an absolute Limestone Coast local legend. Megan McKenzie has had an incredible association with the West Gambia Football Club. She joins me for a chat. Megan, how long have you been involved with the West Gambia Football Club? 60 years. What got you involved in footy in the first place, Megan? Well, I think I might have been probably eyeing off some of the guys that were there as a teenager. So I think that's how it started. What made you find a love for the game then? I used to always go to footy, even before then, even as, well, before I even reached teens. I lived not that far from Van Sitter Park, so we'd go down and watch the footy. So I guess that's where it started, way back, really. What roles have you undertaken as part of that 60 years, Megan? To start with, it was the ladies' committee, because ladies only worked, or girls, as I probably still was, only worked in ladies' committees. They didn't go on general committees. That was male-orientated, of course. Then my husband became a head trainer, so I did all the laundry, uh, the blankets and the towels and all that sort of thing for many years on the general committee worked in the canteen, all those sorts of things. And then in 2009, I was approached to become the president of the club, which I duly did. And uh, for three years, I said I would only be short term because I was too old to be there in the first place. They won two premierships under my presidency. Now, Megan, Hmm. what was it like to be the president when you guys won two flags? Well, I missed all the celebrations of the first one. Because when I was appointed president, I told them then that I had an overseas trip planned. I was overseas when they won the premiership. I can remember some of the boys ringing me in Rome. So it was great that they chose to ring me. It was about three or four o'clock in the morning here in Australia, but only about eight o'clock at night there. So I was pleased it was that way around and not the other. What was it like second time round when you were able to uh, to take part in the festivities after winning your second flag? Just a little bit surreal for me, I suppose, um, because I I had missed the euphoria that was really there for the first one. Um, but there were still great celebrations at the club, and one of the players who shall remain nameless picked me up and spun me around and. Me screaming blue murder and all those sorts of things, but great fun. And Megan, it had been a long time between drinks for a, a flag for West Gambia Footy Club, hadn't it? Oh yes, it was 39 years between the 1971 Premiership under 
the coaching of Peter Barrett to the 2010 and 11 under the coaching of Keith Ransom. And Megan, what is your highlight of 60 years at West Gambier Footy Club? Gee, that's a difficult one, really. 57, 58, 59, West won the Premiership. And then they didn't win another one until 71. That's A grade I'm talking about. They did have other successes in other grade. Probably the 71 in one respect because it had been so long between drinks. And then the same thing again from 71 to 2010. Megan, do you ever see a point where you're not going to have an association with the West Gambier Footy Club? No, I think I'll still be doing it when I am about to peg it. At the moment I'm refurbishing all the photos and uh, rehousing all the uh, archival material that I'm finding in boxes out there everywhere. So, as I said, I can't die yet. I've got too much to do. Megan, it has been a delight to have you on the radio. Sensational that you have clocked up 60 years with the West Gambier Footy Club. Some amazing achievements in there. You really are a Limestone Coast local legend. Thank you very much indeed. Find out more about this local legend. Search you and Grant on the listener app, Triple M. What an absolute Limestone Coast local legend. It is time to talk more politics in the lead up to the state election. We go to the polls on Saturday and I have got the Labor candidate for Mount Gambia, Catherine Davies, on the line for a chat. Catherine, g'day. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Hey, Catherine, what are the big issues for the people of Mount Gambia and I suppose wider the, the Limestone Coast? Through my experience through work at the Community Justice Centre, I feel the biggest issues are uh, health, housing and education. And I think once we have those areas well funded here and across the entire region, then we can look at actually growing our population. Currently, I don't think our health system and definitely our housing system uh, can support people living here at the moment. So before we start looking at growing, I think we need to sort out those, those core foundations, health, housing and education. When people go to the polls this weekend, why do they need to be ticking you as number one in the box? Well, I mean, the good thing about the Labor Party is that uh, we care about health, housing and education. <laughs> um, it's it's at our core to make sure that um, everyone is looked after in the community. And so I, I truly believe, and I've always believed um, since I first started voting when I was 18, that a vote should be used to help everyone in our community um, and so that's what a the Labor will do. So we're prioritising health, not an Adelaide basketball stadium and that should be a government's number one priority. So a Malinowskis Labor government will invest $8 million to upgrade the Mount Gambier's hospital's emergency department. We'll also double the size of the mental health unit and provide uh, $4.6 million to fit out and operate two drug and alcohol detox beds, which is just massive for us down here. A Labor government would recruit an extra 24 paramedic and ambulance officers for the Limestone Coast uh, to help reduce that huge strain currently on uh, our AMBOs down here. And then for education, it's uh, encouraging our amazing teachers to stay here by making the country teachers allowance permanent. We're also wanting to build a technical college in Mount Gambier to give kids more opportunities to finish their SACE and also to get an education that works for them. Uh, and also we'll be investing $5 million into our local TAFE, uh, again, to help improve our education and training and skills opportunities for kids, but also um, everyone in the community. So that's what 
um, a Labor government will do. That's what a vote for Labor will do. Uh, not only that, but we'll also establish a cross-border commissioner in Mount Gambier. Um, and so that's going to help streamline processes for cross-border businesses and residents. Yes, we've seen it, you know, useful during COVID, but we've got so many people uh, and businesses that work across that border that um, a cross-border commissioner that actually lives here will help make sure that there's a streamline of those processes. Catherine, you are passionate about politics. How did you come to put your hand up and be a candidate in this election? <laughs> So I moved from Adelaide um, over six years ago down here for a job opportunity. Um, it, it wasn't until living here in the community, um, really diving in and, and taking part through your guides and things like that and in my work that I realised um, politics really affects me down here and it affects everyone down here. Up in Adelaide, you know, if there was a GP that you couldn't get into that day, you'd just drive another 10 minutes, 20 minutes and you'd be at another GP and you're fine. Uh, here... Um, access to health services and things like that. You, you don't have a quick drive and you're at another hospital or something like that. We, we really need to make sure that we're investing in our regions and, and that's what I'd started to realise the more and more I got involved in the community. Then I realised um, I've got a pretty loud voice. Um, you know, I'm pretty involved in the community and I, I hear a lot through my work and so I thought why not put my hand up and be the, be the person on the posters, see if I can get this place growing and, and get the services that we really need. Hey, Catherine, good luck this weekend. Everyone goes to the polls on Saturday. Uh, hopefully it's a good result for you. Cheers, Ewan. Thanks. The election is on this weekend. My next podcast will be Tuesday morning. You can catch me weekday mornings for Brecky. And don't forget, if you want to find out what's going on around the Limestone Coast, download the Listener app, search the Mount Gambia Local Guide. Have a great weekend.